0: Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin.
1: And I'm Ethan Edgehill.
0: And today we're finding love.
1: Or maybe we're just going to Waffle House.
0: So check your emails. And meet me
1: at the Ferris wheel.
0: Because today we're bringing you. Oh, off You've got mail.
1: We're not bringing you You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. I mean, the
0: check your emails part threw me off. Love, Simon. Okay. Love, Simon was released on March 16th, 2018, just 452 days ago, which is like a weird amount of time. It's hard for me to fathom. March of last
1: year, just over a year ago, yeah, <laughs> just
0: over a year ago, on a seventeen million dollar budget, it made sixty six million dollars worldwide, got a ninety two percent critic rating, eighty eight percent audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and a seventy two on Metacritic. But more important than all of that, for week two of Pride Month, we're joined by none other than everyone's favorite guest, and quite possibly, sorry, Seamus, the most requested guest to come back on this show.
2: <laughs> oh my God! My <laughs> <What? Is> God! <laughs> real. <laughs> Is that real? Yes, <laughs> I
0: swear. to It is like daily. When's Vegard coming back on your show? It's
2: like uh... Uh, uh, Well, I appreciate that. Well, hello, I'm back. <laughs> We're so glad to have you back. I, Yay! I'm so excited. I'm
0: really interested to hear your take on American high school, being gay yes. in American high school, and oh yeah, like all of the above. Because I have no idea <laughs> what it's like in Norway.
2: Oh yeah, well I can definitely talk to that as well. I want, want to... I want all of it.
1: The thing is, I don't even yeah. know what I think it's like in Norway. Like, I don't is even have sick? a guess. Yeah. I also want to talk
0: about Ethan and I's experience with gay in high school. Not... <laughs>
1: <laughs> with gay.
3: With
0: gay. Well, that means something totally different than like Ethan and I's <laughs> gay experience in high school. Yeah.
1: right? <laughs> there's, no, there's no good way to, to get around that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Maybe with sexuality. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's probably that's probably it's probably a better way to, probably... <laughs> better way to put you...
0: it. Um... Our experience with gay. <laughs> our experience... <laughs> You know that guy
1: we went to high school with named Gay.
0: Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's how our government teacher taught it. Actually, he would call people like the blacks and the gays and the Muslims. What? Oh yeah, welcome to Virginia. <laughs>
2: Oh, that is that is something else.
0: Yeah. I was I was pondering that this morning. I was thinking to myself. I was like, you know, we really only had like the one token gay kid in our graduating class. Oh. Like we we had yeah. the Ethan, right, from the movie, not not Ethan from not the me. podcast.
1: That's going <laughs> to yeah. get confusing here during this episode. <laughs> yep. Um, but we had Just like the Ethan from the
0: movie and like as far as I can remember, Ethan, correct me if I'm wrong, that hasn't changed from the 200 people we graduated with
1: um i mean i don't keep that good tabs on 180 of those people so
2: (laughs) (laughs) wait you had 180 people in one class well class means like everyone your age at that school oh okay yeah Yeah. i see
1: so like yeah we graduated with 200 other people that were our age and no
2: one else has come out as gay
1: i think there was a girl I'm relatively see I'm relatively certain there have been several of the of the the female variety who have um, <laughs> who have come out since the female variety. yeah who have yes. who have decided that they also are interested more interested in females than males. Mm-hmm. Um, but
0: I can't think of another guy
1: hmm. well, there was the the well, the guy that's now had full gender reassignment surgery. That person was our friend, and they're not not
0: our friend now because of that. We just no. grew apart because we all went to different colleges, yeah
1: because they moved to Ohio right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I feel like, uh, obviously I was a much, uh, smaller class, but like, I was only, I think I was the only gay person, and I don't think, um, there have been any more, I feel like, am I sure in that? Yeah, for my, like, uh, class, yeah, I think I was the only one, um, because, obviously, I come from, like, a really small town in Norway. So, like, there's 20,000 people here. And I think the Pride Parade last year, we were 1,000 people max. I think that was, like, the high number they said. But, yeah, it's very small here as well.
1: That's a very high number, though. <laughs> Just like, that, you, our well, town yeah. wouldn't have 1,000 people. <laughs> if you live in a town of 20,000 people but... and you have 1,000 people at your Pride Parade, like, that's a good, <laughs> that's a solid outturn turn out. Oh
2: yeah. I mean it's really good. Well, that was a second year or last year. So I feel like that's why um I think also the fact that it is new brings a lot of people as well. So yeah, but it's very strange like here. Um I feel like people in like a bigger city and would have whatever different experience that I would Hold on. So well. so like
1: wait. So you said you were the only gay person in your class. Are you the only gay person in town? Is the pride parade just like a vegard parade? Uh. <laughs>
2: I mean, I would have that. No, question, um, <laughs> I have the but, most uh,
1: wild like image going through my head right now.
2: <laughs> I mean, well, there's a bunch of like. Obviously, I feel like the older generation. There's a lot more open people, but there's not really a lot. Um, like in comparison to, for example, also there's like like the Pride is huge. Whereas here, it's like. I mean, I feel like I was one of the first people to be very like out in my school, Uh, and I feel like now it's more accepted and now more people are coming out, so I don't think there's like a lack of people being gay here, I think it's more of like people not coming forward, so yeah, there is quite a few people, but... Yeah, I mean, that's, I think most of, that's been the yeah. case
1: for a long time, is it like... It's not that yeah, they yeah. didn't exist, it's that nobody wanted to say anything because the world was awful. Yeah, lawful.
2: and I mean, um, like, in the Pride Parade, I assume 90% of the people there are supporters rather than actual right. gay people here. Whereas in another city, it might be just mostly lgbt people so i don't that's do we where have I
1: think a pride parade in our city i don't think so we might oh, would i'm sure there is
2: a <laughs> festival or some
0: celebration i know there's a bar in town like specifically <laughs> a, gay bar, like a yeah. gay bar and that place is popping every single night <laughs> yeah Gay, like there is like a, a, a line bar, out the door, a on gay bar Tuesdays. owned
1: by a guy, or at least used to be. I'm not sure if it still is. A gay bar that at least used to be owned by a guy who absolutely hated gays. What? Yeah. So I, I guess the gays in town just made it their mission to just sort of like ruin this dude's day because he kept he kept trying to close it and it would reopen and he would be like, "This isn't a gay bar anymore." And the gays were like, <laughs> I, "Actually, it is."
2: <laughs> I love that. That is the gay agenda. I feel like perfect I mean
1: yes (laughs) if there is a gay agenda that can be it
0: yes so before we dive too much deeper into uh, all of our experiences Let's let's get into a binary review on Love Simon, and let's talk a little bit about this film. Now, binary reviews on break, Bacon and Eggs, brought to you by none other than Carlin Brothers Coffee, the greatest coffee in the whole wide world. It Ever. is. It is pride friendly. It is gay friendly. It is it is anti hate altogether. Really, is the way that it works. I mean, it's the best coffee there is. It comes cold. It comes hot.
1: Okay, it does not come cold. Let's <laughs> let's be extremely real here. Uh, <laughs> if you ordered the cold brew. And you try to just whip it out of the box that it came to you in oh. in June, you're gonna have a bad time.
0: You might have a bad time, but it comes prepared like comes ready to be chilled, comes ready to be heated. I guess yes. it doesn't come hot it either. Does. Oh, it comes hot. It comes I mean hot. it's not like this this piping cup of Ozark coffee thing I have right here. Ethan, are you drinking a Coca-Cola? It's eight in the morning. I
1: didn't have time to make coffee. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's amazing. Did not have time to make coffee.
0: I've always felt like every time I drink a soda before noon, people are going to call me out. And now that I have the opportunity to do it someone else, I'm going to do it. Anyway, Carlin Brothers Coffee is the best coffee in the whole God darn world, okay? It's so freaking good. And right now, you can go to (laughs) carlinbrotherscoffee.com slash discount slash bacon or just use promo code bacon at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Or slash discount slash eggs or promo code exit bacon eggs <laughs> exit bacon. <laughs> promo
1: code exit bacon
0: <laughs> eggs at checkout for ten percent off your entire order for some of the best coffee in the whole darn t- land binary review that. on bake on 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 bacon and eggs for love Simon binary review for love Simon I've, I'm giving it a one
1: I am as well same
0: I feel like uh, there are a lot of teen movies out there, and if you only get to see, I don't know, five, this should be among those five.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I think (gasps) I was gonna say, like, this one didn't, like, there was no question for me, just because I feel like it has so many lessons for literally everyone, like, not even like, parents, kids, families, non-families, just like, everyone.
0: Yes. I also, I think, Ethan, let me hear your score. I know your score, but let's hear your reasoning.
1: Oh, I I just, I think this is a very, um, yeah, like like y'all just said, it's a very important movie for for everybody in general to know i, I wow i just I, you surprised the hell out of me by asking me to say something i was looking something up <laughs> what is this movie <laughs> i was like there are i thought meg messages ryan was great. and also things that you should learn from this movie
0: there are themes
1: there are, <laughs> there, are, there, are there are themes there are scenes <laughs> Uh, no, th- this movie definitely was a movie that was sort of eye-opening for me in, in mm-hmm. several different ways to learn uh, maybe ways I could have been more supportive in the past, ways I can be more supportive in the future, and and ways in which uh, the people around me are sort of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a very important movie for, for everybody, especially your average American teenager, to watch.
3: Yeah,
2: <clears throat> I would totally. like. I feel like I just um, personally feel like I could have uh had such a good like experience like having watched this if i was still in the closet obviously i would not have gone to the cinema um because that would have been like too scary for me like i would have secretly watched it in my room with like the audio on like one um but like i would have felt like so good after watching it and i still do (laughs) i felt good after watching it i cried a lot oh oh oh, it literally doesn't let you breathe. Like, I feel like every time it's like a moment and then you're like, oh, I can breathe out. And then suddenly there's another moment and you're just like sobbing.
1: See, I only I only ever cry. I've seen this like five times now. I only ever cry the once. When the dad's talking Which to Which one? When, When, yeah, when the dad is just, because you think he's just going to say something horrible when he's just yeah. like, you know, four years of doing this, four years of, eating dinner together, four years of walking the dog together, and you think he's just going to be like, I thought I knew my son. Yeah. And he doesn't. He's just like, oh, I should have seen it. And I'm just like, "Damn, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. I'm good over here. I
2: have, like, I have like moments. Like, it's like the meme, like, oh, shirt, sure. here we go again. Like, that is me every time I watch this movie. Like, when he comes out the first time, uh, and then when he comes out to his parents, and then when... He goes uh, when the mom's speech that one. That's like something I feel like everyone should hear. Uh, and the like when she goes, you get to exhale. Ha, exhale now. I was just like I died. And then again when it's like I don't even remember what the last time was, but yeah, too many times. <laughs> well, and then the ending, of course, when he when he's on the
3: Ferris wheel. Oh yeah,
2: wheel. oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I... And then yeah, also when uh uh blue like when the email doesn't go through. And Blue is like, no, I'm not doing this anymore.
0: Here here was like my white privilege just shining right on down after the end of this film. I was like, I want to come out and I'm not even gay, right? <laughs> I want to be able to declare oh my myself God. to the world. <laughs> but no i, I don't want to have to go through that that looks absolutely mm-hmm. extremely horrifying and challenging well that's uh,
1: I, and that's sort of what this movie's talking about though is is in you know envisioning a time in which it's not a big deal like i mean it is a big mm-hmm. deal but like it doesn't have to be it's not an issue anymore it's just a a, yes. a thing that everybody does and that's you know that's a lot of what especially during this particular month is what a lot of people are are focusing on is is sort of normalizing mm-hmm. everything you know everybody put your pronouns in your bio stuff like that not just people who differ from what we think is the norm it's like if everybody does it then it'll just be normal that's true so i'm not saying that you I need to have like a coming out party tyler i just i'm just saying that like it's not hard to imagine a future it was my heart.
0: heterosexual wedding and it was
2: freaking rad <laughs> <laughs> i feel like uh, this is uh, we shouldn't go into this but Now there's the whole straight pride thing and I'm like Oh no, we
1: can we can go into that we can go into that if you want because the straight pride parade that they're trying to throw in Boston is just being put on by three angry dudes. Who were just like, oh, yeah. I need to challenge my own <laughs> strict will I'd never thought about myself like this.
2: <laughs> it's it's so funny that um, because they obviously just see the celebration. They like obviously see it like, oh, why get do they get to celebrate for a month that they're gay? Like, and then also that it's a very simplistic, uh, like thought that that people often say, which is, uh, I don't care where you put your dick but like that's not the point of it like um even like holding hands or kissing is somewhere like some places is illegal like showing any sort of affection and I think that's the problem is that people think of it as only the sexual thing especially now today is like everything LGBT is like over sexualized like oh we sh- shouldn't talk about this in schools because kids shouldn't know about this stuff but it's not about that I feel like it should be separated the sexual and the romantic part of it yes I agree yeah.
1: right even even like, like last Last week, um, Rocket Man came out. The the movie about Elton John, and obviously mm-hmm. there's there's scenes of like men doing things with each other in that scene because it's Mm -hmm. it's you know supposed to or in that movie they're supposed to be sort of representative of elton john's life and you know you Mm -hmm. you even even still today you get people because the 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 ratings on imdb like the the um whatever it is like the you know when it gets an r rating people can go in there and comment on imdb as to why hang on i'm trying to find the actual example can comment as to like Uh why they think it's r rated or whatever and even today you get you get People going like, "Well, there's there's men kissing. I won't show this to my kids."
2: Yeah, it's weird. That but that's the part that's weird to me is that it's like, well, where was this when you like you showed your kid like a movie where there's a straight sex scene where probably more gets shown. Now I haven't seen Rocket Man yet, but like I feel like straight sex is like so prominent in film support no one questions that
0: i would say rocket man is of like taron edgerton's two big roles he kills a lot of people in kingsman right like there's like straight up murder in that movie <laughs> <laughs> he didn't kill anybody in rocket man no, no uh, he almost here, kills himself.
1: Here it is. Here it is. Under under the, the R rating, it's in, in in under the sex and nudity category. It gets a moderate. And this person said, Elton John is known for being gay, so it's quite obvious that this film has plenty of gay references to be found. Oh, and apparently yeah. that oh. apparently just gay references counts as moderate sex and nudity.
0: I mean, there is moderate sex and nudity. In there gay is sex there scenes. is, but that's
1: not the point. <laughs>
0: I've, yeah. I've seen some butt. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. I've seen some butt, some ab, I've seen some body.
1: Yeah. It, 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 this says, this just is surrealist orgy in which many people writhe against each other, lasts for only seconds, and no nudity is shown. Not really a graphic scene. I mean, that's true. And That, that just, all happened. that person's <laughs> just sitting there like, yep, this is a thing that people should know about. And then there's the dude underneath it just like, mm-hmm. Elton John's gay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so that's definitely a problem, I feel like. I don't know um, where, like, I was going with this, but, yeah, it's just, like, over-sexualizing anything gay, I think, is, like, a thing that people should realize that it's not about the sexual things always. It's more about the, yeah, the fact that you can, um... Show that you're gay in public and it's not a problem.
1: Right. And that's and that's the thing is like the the people who are trying to have a straight pride parade, and I'm by no means defending these guys, but it's like it, mm. you can you can definitely tell they come from a very privileged viewpoint where like yeah. A, they've never had to mm. to fight for their own identity, and B, they've never really lived in a place where it wasn't okay to be gay. Because right. like A, you guys live in Boston, which is notoriously like a gay friendly city <laughs> on the east coast of America. Uh, mm-hmm. which even you know, we definitely have our problems, but This is one of the best places on the country or on the planet to be gay compared to like, you know, definitely parts of Africa where you die for it.
2: It also feels weird to me that it's uh, uh, that people see other people being happy and uh, celebrating and that makes them mad. That's that's,
1: that's the American dream right there. (laughs) Yeah, if you can
0: no, be mad at somebody that. for something, you've got it figured out. Yeah. Like, Forget the old American dream of moving out west and finding gold and success. It's about being mad at happy people.
1: Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like if you can if you can find any reason to be upset at, at people just living their lives, doing absolutely mm. nothing to get in your way.
2: it's so strange. This is America.
1: <laughs> Don't get your sleeping off. So I want to talk about this film. Vegard, had you seen this before we asked you to watch it? Yes,
2: I actually went to uh, the cinema to watch it when I was uh, here in my city. Because I, I actually made it a thing that I had to watch it in the cinema just because I feel like it was needed because we like I live in such a small city, so I was like, Well, they're not gonna bring in like um that many gay centered films or LGBT centered films if they see that people aren't going to them. So I like I made it a thing that I had to go to the cinema to watch it. Um and so then I watched you. it a couple of times after that and then I rewatched it yesterday. Oh man. I'm so proud of you for saying that. That's such a bacon <laughs> and eggs way of thinking about. It. Vote with your
0: dollar. If a movie looks bad, don't see it. If a movie looks good, go see it. Pay money yes. to see it.
2: It. Yeah, but I think that's uh important uh, with these films, like especially uh, for me with LGBT films, like to show that it's something that we want to not just go around on Twitter and say, "Oh, I want this gay repre- gay representation," and then you don't go see it in the cinema. What are you really doing? Because like you have to show the people who are making the films then that this is something we want and this is something we'll pay for it to see. Yeah,
0: no, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> that's the big thing. I. <clears throat> I also saw this in theaters. Ethan saw this
0: in theaters, right? I did, yes. I would pay to see it again. If it was re-released, I don't know why it would yeah. be. Uh, it wasn't some like huge box office success. <laughs> yeah, it,
1: but I think were the three of us were the only people that saw it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It cost me $22 million for my ticket. I don't know. Were you, did you guys have the same yeah, experience? Yeah, same, same
1: experience. Yeah, that's approximately. Once <laughs> I bought <laughs> the <laughs> popcorn, yeah. $22 million yeah. sounds about right. <laughs>
2: It, I was actually kind of sad because I went to the cinema here and I was like, I was hoping and I don't know why I had this imagination but it was during Pride um, that it was released for us at least here, Um, or yeah, because Norway, we get it a lot later. So we didn't get it in March. We got it in July. So I was like, oh my God, it's Pride season. Literally, I just came from the Pride parade. I'm going to watch Love, Simon. Um, And I just imagined just all these gay people with their rainbow stickers and rainbow face paint from the Pride parade going straight to see it in the cinema. I walk in, it's literally a group of like 13-year-old straight girls who want a gay best friend and they went and watched it and no one else. And I was like, well, there we go. There it is. There it is. I've never...
0: I've heard a lot about the gay best friend from 13 to (laughs) 26-year-old straight women. I've never heard it from a gay man's perspective. Tell me more about this.
2: It's... Oh, the funniest thing is uh, me and uh, one of my gay friends. We talk about this all the time where um, often straight people come up to you and they're like, I really appreciate what you're doing. And then there's like, every time I'm just like, mm-hmm, and, or, or I w- wear something like a mesh top or a crop top and they're like, I really um, support what you're doing. I really like look up to you being so confident in this. And like, obviously it's good to have that support and it's like, it feels obviously great and it's lovely that people are supportive, but sometimes it gets a little bit funny. To us, it's like whenever I'm at a party and someone's just like, I'm so fascinated that you Dare to do this, and I'm just like, like <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm living, fine. Yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, just like I'm <laughs> If I was confident enough to walk out in a cropped up, like in a small city, like I don't necessarily need you to say that you like, I don't know. It just feels like a thing where it's like, I'll support you because you're gay or something. It's weird. <laughs> so I have had, I, I don't know. I've, before I came out, I, a lot of my friends actually used to say, like, well, we were younger, obviously, but they were like, oh, I just really want a gay best friend. And I was sitting there, like, mm hmm, mm-hmm. okay. <coughs> <coughs> I was like, no. yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm your best friend and I'm gay, but, like, you don't know.
0: Was- was it- can, can I ask you about coming out? What was that oh, experience?
2: Yeah, for sure. uh, uh, for me, like, I was- it was kind of a thing, uh, similar to Simon, Simon in Love, Simon, so I feel like, um, his experience is kind of similar to mine, obviously. Molten in Norway is a little bit different, but I was like, why do I have to come out? Like, that was my whole thing, like, I was, like, so mad. I was literally, like, furious, like, why is it a thing? That I have to come out. So literally most of my friends, I sent them a Snapchat of a YouTube comment that I got. And I was like, I think the comment said, Are you gay or just Norwegian? And I was like, wait, I can't be both. And then that's how I came out to mostly everyone. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Because someone commented that makes my accent or something. So they were like, wait, are you gay or just Norwegian? And I found that so funny. That's amazing. And then (laughs) And then to my parents, obviously it was different. It's like, I think um, they were mostly just like concerned that I would be bullied or something like that. But yeah, I haven't really come out to my family because I don't feel like they need to know or that I need to. So when you say family, you said you did come out to your parents, but... Is- oh yeah, like extended from like aunts and uncles and all oh, okay. that. So,
0: and they don't have like don't
2: YouTube or Snapchat or Instagram. I
0: mean, well- <laughs> let me tell you, I follow you on Instagram. It is hard yeah. not to tell.
2: I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I make it quite obvious. So they all know, like, um, I know, which is weird. My mom like actually sat me down like... Um, It was very hard. The experience of Simon where he's like, they don't talk for a while. That one is very accurate. Like, it's very awkward. Like, the day after I came out, to but the first person I had like a slight feeling of this like everyone was watching me everyone knows I, like somehow it spread to literally every person in the world everyone's looking at me then when I came out to my parents that feeling got even worse and I was like literally everyone knows uh, how do I even walk around here they can see that I cried they can see like everything like I tried to walk different but then after like almost a year we finally have been able to talk about it like my parents and everything they had nothing wrong with it but it was like so hard to actually start talking Talking and figuring out how like they were scared that they were gonna offend me and I was scared to hear what they had to say Um, So, I don't know. Where was I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm, le- I'm letting you speak <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, so yeah Simon's experience in the film where it's like you, it takes a while before you're comfortable talking about it. That was very real for me as well So I don't know. It's weird to talk about like, we actually, um, yeah, that was, so basically, my family, apparently, has talked about it. Like, my aunts, uncles, grandma, they've all talked about it and asked, like, asked my mom, oh, is Vagard gay? But they've never come to me about it, and they never brought it up in, like, a social situation. It's always just, like, something that they talk about amongst themselves, which is weird to know. That is weird. Mm-hmm. That would... That would make me, like, slightly uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I keep forgetting about, about it, but when I think about it, I'm like, why? Like, what? Like, what is it? Of course, I didn't... I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I think we are, like, and, and hopefully this is the trend that continues, but we are, like, living
0: through an era of, like, radical acceptance where yeah. where things have gone from, like, definitely not accepted to... yeah accepted and celebrated very fast and to like older generations i feel like it's like especially somebody who like wasn't paying attention and like missed missed that happening (laughs) right and all of a sudden it's like oh 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 we're on board with this now okay uh i
2: definitely see that because everything keeps moving faster and faster so for someone who maybe isn't on social media or is older like they might be very shocked and i feel like i get that yeah i think it's all about educating people and i think this film does a good job of that that's why i feel like it's so important for people to watch it and that's why i'm sad that it didn't do as well as people maybe have hoped i mean it didn't do poorly like 66 million dollars is like three times its budget yeah but it isn't like i wish it was just like Amazing,
1: you know. Oh yeah. But I
2: mean
0: me that's too. That's the
1: wild thing is like I know so many people that have seen and like love this movie. Yeah. I couldn't believe
0: we had not reviewed it. When we were sitting down to do Pride Month, I was like, okay, we have to do Love Simon, but we already reviewed it. And I thought when you and I spoke for your first review, I was like, No, we yeah. can't do Love Simon because we already reviewed it.
1: Yeah, I thought that was
2: a so thing. So I, like,
1: I think oh. the thing because I posted like that You you wrote a blog. Yeah, I wrote like a like a eight thousand yeah. word. No, it wasn't eight thousand words, but it was a long like blog review of it. And so in my mind, I'm like, I already did this because mm-hmm. so I did that basically like right after walking out of the theater because um, I was just actually so sort of moved by this mm-hmm. movie. And that's the, that's the wild thing is it's so it's so hard to sort of explain why this movie was so effective to me because like it's not it's not particularly you know in your face about anything. It's not particularly flamboyant. It's not particularly, mm-hmm. you know, you could, if you weren't paying that much attention, you could like literally miss the fact that this is a movie about a kid finding out he's gay. Oh
2: yeah, for sure. And I think that's what I um love about it. And a lot of people, I think, had problems with like that it's such a generic basic American family and I was like no that's perfect because we don't have like it doesn't have to before we can have um all kinds of like interesting films I feel like about being gay and that experience and uh, rather than having a film of just like a person being gay and everything's okay I feel like this is a good film where it's like just breaking everything down and it being a like super basic american family i thought was perfect because that's what you see everywhere else but here it's just with a gay kid
0: right and i do feel like and ethan maybe you can shed some perspective on this i do feel like nick's family was about as good for his situation as he could have hoped for oh yeah like almost like a fantasy level like that is true like the mother is this like hardcore liberal feminist, and the dad is
2: this, like... And she's a uh, therapy...
0: uh, Right, and she's uh, a therapist, like, that's, like, her
1: job. Right, and, like, it takes the dad a while, you know. It takes the dad
0: a while, but I, I can imagine for a lot of young American kids having fathers who just never get it.
1: Right, who never, mm-hmm. yeah, they never have that cathartic conversation. And definitely that conversation but, that they have of the whole, like, oh, I should have missed it thing is is a little bit, like, that probably doesn't happen all that often.
2: No, but I think uh, the reason I like that is because um, I think it's, this movie's less about being like, oh, this is the tragic, like, oh, you go through something really hard with, like, the family. I think there's more is showing how the families could react and how it could be really good for a person to, like, have... um like, those type of parents and see, like, more of a, if parents went to see this movie and they saw how um, their parents reacted and how that affected Simon, I think they could learn something from that. So I think this movie is less about showing this dramatic family reaction, more of it being like, hey, here's a lesson.
1: Right, and it's definitely more about the the dramatic reaction and the, the breakdown with the friends. Than it is with the movie. Or not the movie. With the family. Oh,
2: The Friends. I didn't think this at first. Like, I didn't think... Because I read the... This is actually the one movie that I read the book first. Shocker. Like, I never did that. (laughs) 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 But that was... The only reason why it was... It came out in Norway so late, but um, I feel like I didn't really react to how the friends reacted first. But after talking to people and after rewatching it, the friends are really awful. I like I, I, I in the book,
1: yes, in the book, yes, I agree with you. Um, I I read the book after I saw the movie, and like I fortnight hate Leah from the book. I hate <laughs> yeah. the fact that they made the ending about her. I hate her whole thing, like she's mm-hmm. such a jerk and like mm-hmm. Simon apologizes over and over and over and over again in the book and she's just like well you know yeah. it doesn't matter and like I get that what he did was real shirty the whole like oh I'm yeah. gonna set you up with Nick and it's not gonna work or whatever and I'm not gonna tell you all this shit but like it's at the end of the day like y'all are in high school it's not that big of a deal
2: yeah I I think maybe the reason that I react and people react more to it in the movies because they look older than they right. should be I think so I think you more expect them to be more grown up about it and then you're like why are these adults reacting like this and uh, like this person who's going through coming out and of course did some bad things but like this second he comes out and is exposed to everyone you guys all turn your backs to him like hello
0: I I, I watching the film yesterday I had a sort of like a cathartic experience with the friends where I was like I think it's an interesting take that they're definitely not mad at him for being gay. Yeah. And but they don't like put kitty gloves on because he is. Like right. he did a shirty thing to them. Shirty. And and they they take I don't want to say a selfish response, but like a self-reflective response on the way that he treated them as opposed to being like oh you did all this because you're gay i guess i have to suck it up and my feelings don't matter because you've had this cathartic realization right. that you can now come out my feelings still matter i still thought i mattered to you and yeah. it's definitely
1: like so so to- yeah simon it sucks that you're having this hard time but like you don't get to use us like this still isn't chill yeah, the
2: problem i feel like is that um that yes for sure but they didn't i feel like they didn't see his side at all like i feel like they kind of like didn't like think through his thought process in this like they didn't think about how exposing it was for him like not that the exposing itself and how it felt afterwards obviously but just like if they put themselves in his perspective for a little bit like I feel like it could have been an easier like obviously they would have had to be like okay we need to stop this for a while and like think for ourselves but maybe be a little bit easier on him just like because it's so harsh like he just was exposed to everyone and then like, everyone turns yeah, their back to him.
1: Here's, here's my thing about Simon, though. I, like, this dude has got to know his friends better than this. Because, like, yeah. he could definitely he could definitely have just gone to these three people and been like, by the way, I'm gay, and Martin Addison knows about it, and he's gonna tell the entire school.
0: Right, unless Abby, well, you... Because,
1: like, he told Abby. him a chance.
0: Right. Yeah. And when he told Abby, I felt like he could have told, told her the whole situation. And I get that, like... It wasn't just being gay that he had to come out about to his friends, but
2: it was also like, I'm gay and I'm in love with this man I've never met. Mm-hmm. I think that's harder, though. I think that's um, where, like, my like for me, like, I know h- how, like, l- like, crushing it would be for, like, anyone to know when I was in the closet if anyone, like, f- found out or tried, like for the longest time, like, getting a comment asking if I was gay was, like, terrifying to me. Because then maybe more people got the idea that I was gay. So, like, even... And then I had the same experience as well, where I came out to someone I barely knew first. And I left my best friend of, like, a very long time almost for last. Just because I was so scared that by any chance they would have a bigger reaction. Even though I knew. Like, you go through, like, when you're coming out, like, I went through, like... so many conversations in my head of how people would react and like I couldn't imagine like even though I knew my parents would be okay with it like in my head they were the most homophobic people ever like (laughs) like I made them like I made everyone have these big reactions and I just couldn't like say anything but I think he obviously he could have probably said that Martin knows the secret about me and blah 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 um but I don't know well so I kind of understand. No,
1: it. for sure. So would you? Would you have? So you definitely, Vega. You have a better yeah, perspective absolutely. on this than we do. <laughs> would you, and that, that's kind of what I'm <laughs> curious about. Like, would you would do? Would you have done what Simon did? Like, would you have gone along with all that? Uh, and if you, if you could say yes, if, like, like nobody's going to be upset.
2: It depends on what part part of my like. uh the process of coming out like which part of uh the process i was in gotcha um like me now obviously i've had been out for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah i was like, I would say, say like, if you did it now yeah. you'd just be an apex hole <laughs> uh, yeah well now i would be like you have emails of me saying that i'm gay okay whatever yeah print them buddy how go did you for get it? my no.
3: emails <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then um, if I was when I first started thinking about the fact that I was gay, I think I would. But that was when I was like 13. So like I don't know if because of his age, like obviously it's different like for each person and um, it might come at a different time for each person. I think, I don't know, it's just something about him being, like, 17. I, yeah, and then I, I agree with that as well. Still... That is
1: what kind of made me weird about this whole thing, even in the book and the movie. I'm like, y'all are a little old for yeah. this. Like, I don't know.
2: I feel like if she had written them just, like, if it, she would have made this all more believable if she had written the characters um, to be younger... Like, the whole same thing, but them being, like, a couple of years younger, this whole thing would have made more sense, in my opinion. But then again, some people, like, don't come out until they're like very older, they have a much harder time with that. i
0: well yeah i mean yeah you, if, if you are 17 and still in the closet like it's okay come yeah, out yeah, when you're yeah. ready like if you're Literally, if you're
1: like, yeah, 35 and still in the closet is, like go for it like it's don't ruin somebody's is, like, life make
2: sure <laughs> make sure like if it's a thing of you coming out like especially in pride i feel like there's a pressure to come out like it's all about you being safe and you being comfortable like if you're not in a safe environment, like don't come out just because it's prime or just just because you feel like you're the right age
1: to do it. Right. That being said, w- if the book was written about 13-year-olds, it would have to be very different. No, I oh, think yeah.
0: I think 15 is your sweet spot.
1: I too, yeah. man. I still would have been weird about that. book. Bu- that book weirded me out in some parts, and and I knew it was about like 17, 18-year-olds. I'd still just think it was unnecessarily graphic in certain parts. Oh. I didn't. I can't even remember.
0: I don't know. Ginny, Ginny, and Harry go to town. No, they don't. (laughs) They got the horses in the back. They,
1: they, they snog. Uh,
2: There's some
0: graphic descriptions of that (laughs) snogging.
1: There's, there's. uh, Have you read the book, Tyler? Have I read Harry Potter? No, 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 no. no, no. Simon versus the Homo sapiens. (laughs) Simon versus the Homo sapiens agenda.
0: No, but I believe it's in my office.
1: So there's, there's a, a rather. Graphic scene depicting Simon having some alone time. Oh, that like there's that there's
0: if, that in a good amount of if, of teenage novels about yeah, guys. but if
1: no, there's not. Are you kidding? There's
0: like an entire chapter of Ready Player One where he, Fortnite. It's a sex robot. <laughs> yeah, and that was
1: weird.
3: <laughs>
0: and it was super Believe weird. Why did
3: you
1: include Believe this? Or not, that was weird. <laughs> Ernest Clyde's is a strange guy.
0: <laughs> like it was like many pages. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it went on and on and on. Yeah. But it was the same. It was the same having it read to me out loud in my car while I was like driving down the road listening to this book.
2: Yeah.
0: Pull up to a stoplight, got the windows rolled
1: down, never, grandma in the car never. next to you. Oh, the worst um, thing. The worst thing is like, because I've listened to Ready Player One numerous times, and I'll get in the car with somebody, and my audibles just start playing at the sex robot part. <sighs> oh god is that a
2: thing that actually happened or is it just like an no no that is a like...
1: thing that really happened it was, granted it was just my roommate who was just like what the ever-loving Fortnite are you listening to
2: <laughs> i mean yeah that sounds actually terrible
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it, literally it's just like if you just say oh it's an audiobook people will just be like oh okay Whatever. Yeah. Like true. books. Books notoriously more than because books don't have ratings. Like there's no you you can't r rate a book. Right. Like there's notoriously more weird shit sure. in books than movies and television and music and all that.
0: Even Hazel and Augustus go to Pound Town in, that uh, is not a
1: graphic scene. Upstate Netherlands
0: or where are they?
1: Yeah, the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, that's where <laughs> yeah. Amsterdam is.
0: Amsterdam. That's the name of the city. <laughs> <laughs> in Europe's Albany, they go. But I, I, I don't know, man. It's just I,
1: like... I, that, that, and, and granted, maybe that's a little bit heronormative of me, but I just, like, I don't want to read about a 17-year-old beating his meat. I just don't. <laughs> I just no. don't. I didn't think it was no. necessary well, the story at like, all.
2: Um, they handled that well in the movie then, and also they didn't have the same ending. I feel like it was fine to just end it where... Thank
1: you. Yes, the ending in the in movie. movie is so yeah. much better for me. How How he works yeah. everything out with Leah ahead of time, and that way it makes it about... You know, he's got to get himself right with his friends before he can sort of yeah. have his catharsis. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, him getting everything he wants and then Leah still being like, well, Fortnite, you Simon, you big old douche, <laughs> also, I'm going to play I... in a band with your sister.
2: Uh Oh, oh my god, I even forgot. Oh, yeah. But I do feel like the ending is, like, very movie-made, where it's like, no... I don't think a gay closeted guy would walk out in front of literally everyone who's filming and everything is about social media and then he just like walks onto the Ferris wheel and kisses on top of the Ferris wheel. Like in the book, I feel like, I think I remember there's like no one around and I feel like that's much more.
0: There's no one around
1: because everybody still hates Simon at that point.
0: (laughs) Oh, true. I feel like I, I agree with you. I don't think it would happen. I mean, there's a lot of things about this movie that are, a, oh, little, a little yeah. fantasy land. Definitely. Uh but I will say like the American high school experience, like blogs about your high school and secrets at your high school or Oof. are 100% awful. real.
2: That actually like sounds like so terrible like if I if that was a thing for me, like, I would be so scared, like, that something was, like, going around or something.
0: Oh, and, and like, <clears throat> to this day, I look up to people that I went to high school with that were in, like, the popular crowd. Ethan and I were not popular in high school. We were friends <laughs> with each other and our friend Chris and the girls that we dated. So there was, like, six people yeah. total. Like, that was it. That's all I had. Uh, so I still look up to, like, the popular kids at high school as, like, modern-day celebrities.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I have no idea why. But like every time I see Reese Kemp downtown at the same bar I'm at, drinking those same beers I'm drinking, I'm like, oh my god, that dude is so cool.
2: See, I just don't,
1: I don't still have that experience.
2: <laughs> I don't know why, but like, uh, I think I always had like a toxic thing with the popular people because they were always the ones that were like joking about me and going around like with my youtube channel oh please siren anyway um it's okay they would joke around about like my youtube channel specifically uh not the fact that i was gay but like they were uh because my old youtube name was wise helpful person they would always be like joking around with that and like scream that at me oh my um, god i cannot imagine
0: like
1: yeah that would have gotten you that would have gotten you bullied at our high school yeah, yeah 100%. i cannot
0: imagine having 100 like a a moderately successful YouTube channel in no, high school.
2: That was also before it became, like, cool to be a YouTuber. Like, it was just before it became cool. So, like, now... Oh, this is also... Uh, like, now it's, like, a cool thing. And I feel like now with being gay as well, it's, like, more of a, like, accepted thing. Where But then it was, like, you're weird. Why are you doing this?
0: <laughs> Right. you're such a weird kid, man. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: I I feel
0: like in college, Ethan and I were in, in two clubs. We were mm-hmm. in our fraternity, which was like a mind-blowing experience, right? We had already talked about in high school, there was like one out kid. And then we went yeah. to college in our fraternity, which had 20 brothers. It was 20 guys. I would say at any given time, five of them were like out yeah. and proud.
1: <laughs> so that
0: was like a huge... And that was like the only yeah. people we hung out with, right? So that was like a huge turn in my life it's like i'm going to experience a new culture now uh but we were in like two clubs and i would say that like if you were to ask me what i did in college while i was in college i would tell you only about the fraternity like there was a Mm. a, at least a small part of shame about doing a radio show which was like our version of youtube yeah. Uh, even though if you follow if you're friends with me on facebook i posted the crap out about that radio show and <laughs> you best believe tuesdays from 9 to 11 or 10 to midnight you were listening to bro time with t and e yeah no i, doubt I about just that. the only thing oh i have
1: shame God. about for the radio show is how fortnight obnoxious we were <laughs> we would send out like we would we would hi, like hijack the listserv and send out email blasts to the entire school being like hey oh. we got a radio show <laughs>
0: And they would be, Did like, the work? worst emails in the world. Oh, we were just apex legends.
1: So we were, we were 19, we were college sophomores, just like, we're two straight white dudes, the world should open up for us, right? Like, this is how it right. works. Our this manifest is my destiny. world now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're claiming everything that was promised to us by the ye old books of racism. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> no, I mean, we weren't we were racist, but it was just like, we were just arrogant, just yeah.
2: extremely... Uh, that's so funny. Oh. Oh.
1: And that's that's the only thing I have shame about about that is that if I went and looked back at those emails, I'm just like, oh god.
0: <laughs> we what we do, Hagar, hey is we would hijack there was a like a spirit organization at our school that everyone signed up for. And I was on the executive committee. So like oh. when freshmen came in, they would write their email down on this sheet of paper, and then I would be in charge of sending them emails from the school. Would you like copy it? So yeah, so I copied it completely. And I would send them emails from, from Blue Crew, which was a spirit organization, like, The captains are playing Salisbury this weekend, come to the football game. And that was great.
3: Oh,
1: and then yeah.
0: I would also send them emails for Bro Time with Teeny. Bro Time with T. Oh my god. Yeah. Did
2: anyone ever get my
0: what Yes. One person we had, No, we had we had like two or three people. No, but there
1: was one person. That was just like, I swear to God, if y'all don't stop sending me Fortnite emails, I'm gonna walk my Apex down to the radio studio and beat your heads in.
3: <laughs> oh! And she was yeah. like a
1: she was like a a very small freshman girl.
0: <laughs> she's very sweet though. Outside of that,
1: <laughs> yeah, never once when I met her later on was I like, hey, I'm that guy that sends you emails. <laughs> <laughs> For all I know, she's probably listening right now. Oh my god. No, that's that is that is extremely unlikely.
2: <laughs> well hello if you are.
1: <laughs> also shout out Bell Tunstall. Still not listening to the show. What's up? Just What's running up? gag at this again. point. Who? Oh no, she's just a random girl we went to college with. Oh. But we mentioned her one day on the show and I was like, I you know, I doubt she listens. And then she's just come up two or three other times since then. <laughs> It's, oh. I was making a joke a, last week. For a variety
0: week. of reasons. I was making
1: a joke last week that there's like people, you know, on the end of Australia just like, oh, what's up, Belle Tunstall? As a guy. And she like has no idea. <laughs> oh,
2: that's so funny.
1: One day we're going to be influential enough that she'll have no choice but to listen to us. And then uh, she'll be yes. like, what? What? What is this? <laughs>
2: She's just like, there's like a cut where someone has like put together every time you mention her and posted
1: it. <laughs> Super cut of Belle Tunstall quotes. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, totally.
2: We, we
0: Yeah, because we, we have fans who who spend time doing edits of our of our podcast <laughs> we will we do i mean yes. we the little audiogram things you see on instagram the things where oh, it yeah. like has what we say those are put together by a shout fan. out tori wood True. shout out tori wood Major oh, tori.
2: Shout out. oh my god oh yeah Love you her.
0: should know tori too because you know seamus and tori and Seamus are yeah, yeah. Other, like
2: bffs yeah and she she um followed me a while back when we when me and Seamus were doing the, uh, Seamus, Sophie, and Laura did the meetup and everything.
0: Oh yeah, that was like three years ago now, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's, well, yeah, two years ago. You were still
1: ago. Wise Hufflepuff then, yeah. right?
2: Oh, pff, yep, signed a lot of Harry Potter books with Wise Hufflepuff, or W. Hufflepuff. I'm so proud of Great. you. Oh, oof,
0: no. <laughs> Aren't you a
2: Gryffindor now? Isn't that
0: the resorting 2019?
2: Well, y- Well, according to the, high, like the conspiracy. The powers of, that be. Yeah, the Gryffindor conspiracy. We're all Gryffindors now.
0: I think, I mean, that just means we're main characters, right? We went from obscurity to importance. Although I don't think I got Gryffindor. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> the book's about Harry, okay?
2: Well, that's what everybody... And you can
0: be like, well, Fantastic Beasts is about Dumbledore. A Gryffindor.
2: Oh, for this, let's not touch on Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> Fantastic
0: Beasts is about Newt. A Hufflepuff. Are they, okay, sort of. I, the well, first one was. If you don't was, count the
2: 10 million other storylines, then yes, it's about Newt. I think Newt didn't belong in the second one. I'll say it. And no one belonged in the second one. The, 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 there were 10 storylines. I don't care about all these people. And who, what is J.K. Rowling doing? I
0: have I, no idea. I wanted her she to stop. cashing in that check. <laughs> she is cashing in that check. Take I this just shit to
1: Gringotts.
0: If, here's what I want from J.K. Rowling. You are not allowed to write anything else. You are required to go to three comic cons a year
2: for the rest of time.
0: That's all J.K. Rowling can do. No, no.
2: Can she not just write it as a book? Yes, she is required to continue
1: writing the Fantastic Beasts series as As books. books
2: that are never released. We'd never see the, they'd never see the light of day, but someone takes that book and converts it into a movie and it says something about credit to J.K. Rowling. But I don't want to, like, I don't want to read the books. I just want her to write it as a book so that it's good. And then someone converts it into a movie, which
1: has worked. It worked eight times in a row.
2: Like, anyway, that's, that was a can of worms. I was, like, I knew as soon as Fantastic Beast came up it was going to be a thing. <laughs> we opened up a can of worms.
1: Yeah, Crimes of Grindelwald was just a mess.
2: <sighs> R.I.P. I have to stay silent, kind of, on that, because, you know, I'm hopeful that I'm going to work with them but you know i did say my thing yeah. so i guess i'm not i guess i'm kind i mean now. i still saw it I'm more on the- than
1: once like i'm no, by yeah. no
0: means i listen i know that warner brothers works super Carlin brothers and warner brothers works with everybody vegard yeah but they do not listen to bacon and eggs but that doesn't mean like openly
1: trash the, their product but
2: <laughs> <laughs> no i mean yeah
1: we love a lot of the Warner Brothers product. You should go listen to our episode on the Lego movie. We've loved This
0: is a Warner Brothers product. Love, Simon? I don't know if is you it? knew that. Yeah, right?
1: Is this is, oh, gosh. Well, I don't think oh, gosh. so.
0: <clears throat> uh, this is
1: Focus Features, I think. No,
0: this is, this is Fox 21st, 20, 20th century. Because I yeah. remember when the movie started, I was like, oh my god, Love, Simon's in the MCU now. <laughs>
1: yeah, 20th century Fox, RIP, in peace, AF is fo- Fortnite.
0: No, not RIP. Have Did you see the numbers Freak freaking Dark Phoenix? I want to, I want to, I want to talk to you about the box office this weekend, Ethan. Yeah, but they- $47.1 million. Secret Life of Pets 2. Dark Phoenix came out, Ethan. That's a superhero film. That is a, like, when, when they get, when you go to like a conference to buy yourself a new franchise because you're a young entrepreneur and they're like, this is a, this is a, this is a industry that's protected from, from what's financial downturn. That's what, like, superhero films are. Like, you make a superhero film, it makes over $100 million. Opening weekend. Period. End of story. Dark Phoenix made $33 million, Ethan. That's pathetic. That's sad.
1: Yeah. What does that have anything to do with Fortnite? Anything. Fox. Okay. So
0: not R.I.P. R.I.P.D. with Ryan Reynolds. That's what I mean.
1: You can't use Dark Phoenix to write off the one of the best movie studios in the country. Well, they don't exist anymore. Right, which is depressing. And also, Fox 2K did not make, uh... Dark Phoenix. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Studio Twentieth Century Fox. No, Fox Two Thousand. Tyler, Fox Two Thousand. What are you talking Fox about? Fox Two Thousand is a studio that made Love Simon. Tyler,
0: is that not the same? No, thing? No, it's
1: not. I'm that was Fox's fascinated. mid-budget movie studio that Disney destroyed.
2: Ah, destroyed.
1: They they dissolved did- it. Like I, there's no there's no like easy way to say this.
2: There should be like a sound effect on that. Like just that down, destroyed. <laughs>
0: I know they they fired a bunch of people yeah but hey those people might get jobs in the parks you know if they just apply (laughs) this is going Uh, I don't know what what is going on I know the Disney parks are always hiring though they have 60,000 employees in in Orlando alone 60,000 employees Ethan that's the biggest single location employer in the world congrats
1: to them put Fox 2k back If they kill off Searchlight, I'm going to riot by myself in front of the gates at Magic Kingdom.
0: And then I will buy a ticket and go enjoy the ride. I will not
1: buy a ticket.
0: I'd buy a ticket to a ride called Ticket to Ride. About the board game, Ticket to Ride. I'd buy a ticket to ride a Ferris wheel. And now we're back. Look at that. They made
1: Fight Club, Tyler. They made Fight Club and now they're gone. (laughs) Full
0: circle, just just like a ferris wheel we went full circle yep. we had some highs high, highest highs there and some lowest lows
2: yeah lowest
0: lows lowest lane
2: that's like every youtuber now that's making an apology video they're like this week had so many highs and so many lows it's like i like <laughs> like of a meme
0: apology videos are so weird Ben. what a weird culture yeah I,
2: now we're off topic again, I feel like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're back in the lowest lows. I
1: don't know, we can talk about James Charles. No, I want to talk oh, about a lack of apology not...
2: videos.
0: I'm just proud of Seamus for not apologizing, for just taking the video down and moving on. Which
2: one? The Cursed one?
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> the one where he roasted the... a book? <laughs> and by roasted, yeah, I mean lit it on one. fire?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was questioning that when he did that. Like I messaged him and was like, "Do you know the history of book burning in Harry Potter?" It's kind of like He didn't
0: that know that. the history and of book burning in like, anything.
1: Oh, was the problem.
2: <laughs> no. But
0: yeah. I but you know what? We just and and now we're bringing it up again and maybe we shouldn't. But Oh, yep. No
2: one say anything. We never mentioned it.
0: Right. <laughs> book
2: burning, never heard of the word.
0: They made I've the life of, of
1: Pi Tyler and never I do not encourage. <laughs> what? I said they made the life of Pi Tyler and never gone. <laughs> I never saw the life of Pi. Oh, yeah, pie. one best picture. <laughs> <laughs> they made this movie they made four a the lot Fault of <laughs> Made a lot of movies. Wait, are we back in the great, studio? were great, and now they're gone.
0: Is this movie more *Gay Paper Towns* or *Gay Fault in Our Stars*?
1: Uh, nobody dies. I haven't watched *Paper Towns*. Don't. <laughs> hey, hey, Vegard, Vegard. Uh, pro tip here: don't watch *Paper Towns*. Well, Read *Paper I Towns*. I never,
2: I never thought I would. It's set, like, a Fortnite
1: dumpster fire of a movie. I thought, well,
2: yeah, I, I don't know. I never really liked uh, John Green's writing. Oh, anyway. ah. whoa, whoa! Well, that, I disagree whoa. with entirely.
1: That, that you're just categorically Ooh. wrong about. Well,
2: but I'm you could be wrong. Well, maybe about it. that's because fine. I. I, which book was it that I started reading? It's something, it's a name twice.
1: Oh, Will Grayson, Will Grayson? Yeah. Yeah, no, that I one wasn't that great. That was that was a very poor treatment on how to be gay in America, just saying.
2: I, well, I, ju- I literally couldn't even get past, like, uh, chapter i was like yeah I it's cannot. and it's
1: only halfway written by john green i would that was that's not the one oh. i would go with
2: yeah maybe i was just bad. it was just about you place, should read the fault in our stars can... it like it... Ugh, at this point do i really <laughs> yeah yes yeah. it'll take like
1: an
0: afternoon what
1: <laughs> yeah it like it was it was like the number one bestseller for like a year in america i know I it's an remember. amazing book <laughs> his follow-up though sucked donkey balls
0: what was his follow-up?
1: Yeah, uh, Turtles All the Way Down. Oh, oh, I
0: love Turtles All the Way I Down. I did not. But that that's a me thing.
1: I did not. I liked Turtle All the
0: Way Down. I also liked Hank's book.
1: I loved Hank's book. That's such a th- Hank thing to call it, too, for us to call it Hank's book instead of giving it a name. <laughs> <laughs> like the actual
0: name could also describe it's an absolutely remarkable thing do you not follow the vlog brothers are you not part of like are you not a nerd fighter this is mind blowing to me I didn't know you could be on YouTube and not be a nerd fighter they are so much younger than us Tyler
2: well I mean I did like I have watched them and I have like been a fan for a while but I don't know it really uh, died off for me really quickly so like with them like I don't know why but I was never I like click on like when I see an interesting video topic I click on their videos but um no i don't really follow them that's wild to me (laughs) vegard if you were to give me
0: like your zero in the youtube world right so you like watch other youtubers right oh
2: i i feel like this is weird but i feel like i'm one of my like youtube in my youtube friend group I'm one of the ones that watch the most YouTube, and I'm so confused by not many like of my friends watch YouTube like I watch so much youtube videos like rather than films, and I wanna make films like I don't know, but what was your question? <laughs> I was gonna
0: say like if you were to give me like a these are the five youtubers, I will watch their video regardless of whether or not I find the topic industry interesting
2: oh it's uh one of them is quite new it's Naomi John she like blew up recently um she's basically making like a <laughs> freckle video she made like um, um, she tried to do fake freckles. She's just very, uh, like, an interesting person. I think, recently, Chris Clemens as well. Um, these are all quite new.
1: That's okay. Like, they don't have up to up
2: be people. legacy YouTubers.
0: Also, we're a new generation. watching
1: YouTube is an important part of being a YouTuber. Like, that is still yeah, that is still part I mean. of your job. Don't let people tell you that it's not. Even even if even if Seamus is just like, oh, I never watch a YouTube videos.
2: <laughs> no, and I then, literally, like, I watch all my friends' YouTube channels. I watch everyone's videos, like I watch so much YouTube and I think that's important, like for me that's really helped me be inspired and like my job technically with YouTube is like making a Harry Potter thing or making a trend that's on YouTube into a Harry Potter thing so I have to watch YouTube or else I wouldn't know what would do right. well or yeah. what a fascinating way to
0: deconstruct how you build your videos i could sit yeah. here for hours like watching your video titles and trying to figure out like how does he come up with
1: this yeah stuff? same i'm sitting and here like just, what's right? the you fucking just, theme here like
0: and you just made it so obvious because, and so because i don't <laughs> watch
1: the same youtube you do so i don't see the trends yeah. at all i just see your videos
2: <laughs> yeah so i find that it, obviously some of them are not Trend. Some of them it's just like random things I come up with but usually what I do is like I sit down and watch Well, I naturally watch a bunch of videos and then I'm like, oh, well, this could easily be turned into this And then I start like trying to make it into a Harry Potter thing Um, that has worked, but then yeah, the so Harry Naomi Potter, John PewDiePie, Chris Crumb is said you're
1: just the Harry Potter PewDiePie
2: Oh, I <laughs> with a, a fraction, of a millionth of the subscribers
1: well,
0: every- everyone
2: has yeah, a no, fraction Yeah, nobody got subscribers. more subscribers than that guy. <laughs> yeah, true. And then, um, other than those YouTubers, I think Good Mythical Morning, they're very interesting.
0: Yes, I watch a lot of GMM. the Zach
2: and Jay Show, they are really quite new. They're really good. Um, they make, like, really high-quality videos, and, um, it's two guys who, I think, had YouTube channels before, and they were like, we- okay, we need to, like, sit down and make this happen, like, if we want to make a collab channel. And they did and They are like, really high-quality content, and it's really good. And then uh, I think the last one, I guess, um, any of my YouTube friends, really, I watch all of their videos. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's like all I watch on YouTube, right? Like I watch Good Mythical Morning and uh, Casey Neistat. And then I yeah. watch people who have been on this show. So like Super Carlin mm. Brothers, Seamus, you, Sophie. Oh, I yeah. watch
1: a lot of people. Mm. I watch a lot of different people.
0: Ryan George. I watch Donut Media a lot. They do car videos. I'm not even, like, a car person, but... Well, yeah, who am I kidding? But I could not, like, outside of go check your oil, I could do nothing to my car. I couldn't put new windshield wiper blades on it.
1: I don't even know if I could do... You could definitely put new windshield windshield wiper blades on your car, Tyler. It would take you 30 seconds to figure it out.
0: (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. I I watch a lot of
1: different YouTubers, but I'm also, like, actively learning to be a photographer by watching YouTube videos. Oh, cool.
0: You just got... Ethan, I wanted to tell you I'm so proud of you for uh, going on tour for photography. Thank you.
1: I'm very excited.
0: I, I... wanted to i want to tell you in person that i'm proud of you and i just want to hang out and tell you in person that i'm proud of you well
1: let's hang out then i can't hang out tonight okay but now on the flip side of things Ethan, because i am uh, i am am photographing a show tonight
0: okay that's fine i was gonna say tomorrow or thursday actually
1: probably thursday would work better for me
0: well you said yesterday or you said last week you, you were free
1: to hang out tomorrow? Did I? Yeah. Oh, I can hang out tomorrow. Probably. I just I just but, figured you would. Be. But like, <laughs> if we could, if we could make that plan today, so I know when I need to avail- be available tomorrow, that would be great. This is not a conversation for the show. <laughs> you can. <laughs> so
0: I was actually. No, I so, so we know we know who Vegard's watching on YouTube, but Ethan, I'm curious. Uh, in the different medium, you know, this is a podcast, uh, and I did notice one day going through my podcast app, I was talking to some other human being who was like, "Yeah, I know, I love cereal," and uh, that's like the.
1: I just re-listened so, okay, to the first no, season of Serial. Right,
0: but when you meet somebody and you're like, oh yeah, I have a podcast, and they're like, oh yeah, I love Serial, it was great. It's like, okay, so you don't listen to podcasts, I get it. So
1: I yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of friends that like, because I, I have a whole second sort of friend group of people I know from being in the music scene, and Fortnite, none of them listen to podcasts. I mean, well, so, they listen. some to music. of them listen to our show, but like, friends of mine will post on, mm-hmm. on Twitter and be like, hey, I got a long drive, I need a podcast recommendations," and people like, literally, the only comments are like, listen to Wine and Crime, or have you heard Serial yet?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> are you familiar with Serial? Sarah Koenig, do you know her? So, Ethan, I I'm curious. I haven't listened to Serial. Se- okay. Season
1: one of Serial is truly an excellent, like, deep-dive a... media. What is it about? So, it's, it's, um, it's the
0: first true crime podcast. It
1: was, yeah, it was the first true crime podcast. It's a true story told oh. week to week from WBZ Chicago and This American Life. This is Serial. I'm Sarah Koenig.
0: But it's about this this murder trial from like 20 years ago that uh, this journalist is like digging up and trying to prove the, the plaintiff's innocence or the defendant.
1: Well, no, no. She's Whatever. giving the, the, the guy who claims his innocence a chance to tell his side of the story
0: anyway ethan i'm curious what are the five podcasts you've been listening to like what do you what do you recommend
1: what do i recommend um let's see what have i been listening to my
0: podcast app needs updating i need podcast recommendations i've been listening to a lot of 99 invisible a lot of the adventure zone uh cinemaholics always but that's a friends so that doesn't count people have been on our show <laughs> don't count
2: i literally only listen to psycho babble by tyler Corey, and uh, Air Biscuits by. Goodman I do Boy. love Air
0: Biscuits. Yeah. I'm Air Biscuits a little heartbroken, Fagard. I'm a little heartbroken as you sit on our show and tell us you don't listen to it.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I literally, like, I get so little time to listen to podcasts. Like, I only listen to podcasts when I run. And it's like, I have those two. And, but I do, like, whenever I don't have those, I, like, either, yeah. It's it, totally it, So, um, as of the, you, as you of the past couple days,
1: heart. I've been re listening to The Adventure Zone, uh, the first part of that because I blew through it about a month and a half ago and don't remember anything. I've listened to a lot of 99% Invisible. I listen to a lot of, uh, I only listen to the Mountain Goats. I listen to And That's Why We Drink. And I listen to Good Morning Night Vale.
0: Okay, so let's see what I've got.
1: Which are very me things to listen to. Uh, I really only stick within sort of my podcast family of products.
0: Well, I, I've mm-hmm. actually been thinking about this a lot, I, I want new podcasts. I've listened to... So this is also somebody who's been on the show, but Hello from Elsewhere is an excellent show. Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern with Arnie Neekamp is absolutely hilarious. Yes. Uh, the Anthropocene Reviewed by I Helen s- Zaltzman.
1: I still have not listened to a single episode other than the one we saw live.
0: Oh my God, she's a genius. Wait,
1: no. The Anthropocene Reviewed is John's show.
0: Oh, The Illusionist with Helen Zaltzman.
1: Is she the, the other woman that did that? Words. Yeah, the words. Yeah. yeah, that was amazing. I couldn't remember what it was called.
0: Yeah, that's the one I meant. Sorry. Um, I listened to Perspective Z. Oh, yeah, Perspective Z, your
1: favorite to... generational podcast with new episodes every Monday, where we get your podcasts now on Spotify. I was on an episode yeah. of that talking about Night vale. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. That was the funniest thing ever. We hijacked their book reading contest and told them to read Welcome to Night Vale, the book, which, Vegard, if you don't know, is this, like, ultra niche, ultra, like, surrealist audio experience. And there's a book that, like, is just a written version of it. Yeah, it's a book written in the
1: universe of a, like, serial fiction podcast. And they were very confused. Oh.
2: It is very confusing. That's yeah, I I am confused. Because they <laughs>
1: it's like a podcast with like 140 episodes that tells this whole story and it's a book like yeah. written in that universe and like they just oh. read the book without ever having heard a single episode of the show. And everything right. they say on the show is completely insane. <laughs> okay, so Vagar. Yeah. You're gay. Yes. Why I am. are you gay? <laughs> Not why
2: are you no, gay. I'm just, <laughs> just going to sample <laughs> that and see... just, like, put that on social. That's going to be my promo for this. It's going to be so vaguer. You're gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys see that video, though? Like, the, it's, I think it's from, like, it's somewhere in Africa. And the dude's just like, Today on our show, we have a gay rights activist. First question, why are you gay? And the dude's just like, <laughs> who says I'm gay? And he goes, you are gay. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> all i have to say it is amazing because the dude's just so serious oh my god it's like a it's like a morning talk show the Dude's just like why are you gay i, I want to Sorry.
0: i want to get back to love simon real quick because i want to talk about yes uh martin logan miller logan miller's character the the sort of antagonist oh, well. here
2: yeah
0: i texted either while i was watching this movie i can imagine a world where this kid has a sympathetic story where like I get what he does. Like, he makes it all the way up to this point before he outs Simon, Mm -hmm. where you're like, nobody gets this kid, and even the gay kid is, like, bullying him for being, like, a total dweeb, and Mm -hmm. he has this, like, cathartic moment with Abby, and he does the thing at Homecoming, which genuinely would be, like, the most embarrassing thing in history. You interrupted
1: the national anthem, bro. Like (laughs) (laughs) To
0: get rejected. Mm Mm-hmm. And I felt like Logan was hard on him. I felt like Logan was... Because it's like this interesting thing where he's like, Simon, help me talk to Abby. And Simon goes over and he's like... Well, girls don't like close-up magic, girls don't like guys who wear shirts with silly sayings and he's like, I don't want you to get me to be with her, like, I don't want you to lie my way in, right? I want to be myself yeah. and get to be with her. And that's like such a privilege, right? Because this whole movie's about Simon being like, I can't be myself anywhere. Oh yeah, true. So I think it's this, this weird contrast where Martin gets to be himself and he's just like a totally annoying shirt bag, but he doesn't really, like nobody's like outwardly mean to him for it, they just kind of mm. let him do his thing. Where Simon and feels like mm-hmm. I have to hide who I am because if I tell anybody, I'll be mm-hmm. bullied or made fun of. And then as soon as Logan or as soon as Martin outs him, you know, there's the thing in the cafeteria with the guys, which stuff like that totally does happen. And oh yeah, is awful. And I just kind of had my own cathartic realization about these characters as I verbally processed to you two. And Vegard, I just need like a soundboard of you going, mm hmm, yeah, yeah, for sure, mm hmm.
2: no but I uh, I agree like I don't know he I feel like I've uh, I've seen people like uh, or known people like that are kind of like Martin so it's like understandable but he's like he just really doesn't like have any like social clues <laughs>
0: like no no he doesn't he's very socially awkward and he misses all the cues and he's this like film nerd mm-hmm. I would say like I would like to imagine that if I were any character in this movie in high school I would have been most like Nick the, the friend mm-hmm. I probably was most like Martin
2: <laughs> yeah
0: Ethan where, where do you fall on this
1: I mean I would not have even in high school I don't think I would have done what Martin did no
0: no I think I would have had a little bit more sense than that but I can <clears throat> I can imagine like
1: I but I I, I don't know I don't know how I would have responded if I like logged into the library computer and saw emails like that but i I definitely don't think my first instinct would have been to like blackmail the guy right
0: no i I don't think I would have done that. I don't think I would have printed the emails. I think when he's put in the situation after homecoming like say he logged into the computer but didn't print the emails right mm-hmm. but now he knows he didn't yeah. I, I wouldn't have blackmailed Simon that wouldn't have been my character move but I can imagine a world where embarrassed about what happened at homecoming shifting yeah. the attention to someone else
1: I yeah I, I think well that's, we were also uh, I mean we were also Martin's age like 10 years ago almost right uh, and not not that like time has, really changed anything or made anything that happened in the past, Uh, like excusable, but it's, like, I definitely am, am, like, haunted by how our entire school treated the gay kids. mm mm-hmm. Um, yes. and, like, you know, my, my roles I should not have, have had in that, and everybody's roles that we should not have had in that, and it's just, like, so I, I don't know what would have happened when we were in high school, but I know that, like, if this happened today in 2019, I, I, I almost think, I almost feel like this movie is a little, is almost a little dated already.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I think, um, I think everyone more would have backed obviously his Simon's friends would have been still a little bit like or very mad but I think uh, the majority of the school would be backing up Simon
0: oh I think yeah I think basically what would have happened is almost immediately everyone would have put together that Martin wrote the post outing Simon yeah. and would have turned right, because on if, if that the, if the
1: post actually included like maybe we should pay attention to Simon Spear instead of that thing that happened yeah. with Martin Allison at homecoming <laughs> yeah. The right. entire school like- would be like, like the bullies would have gone in the next day. Like, nice work, Martin. You f- shove you in We're a going- locker
0: right you are going to be in pain now i broke your iphone the big lebowski's not that woke like they're just gonna say things
1: that ruin this kid's life (laughs) not that i'm like in favor of bullying by any means no and again i feel like no i feel like at the point when even even if i was mad i feel like if i was in nick's position and i was like mr cool guy soccer player like me and my soccer buddy friends would have just gone and beat the shirt out of martin Mm -hmm. Again, not promoting bullying at all, but, like, if I was 17 and I was Mr. Cool Guy Soccer Player... You were on the uh, soccer team, Ethan? Is that what you're trying to tell me? And somebody outed my best... Yeah, like, outed one of my best friends. I, I would be mad, like...
2: Yeah.
0: I, I didn't know you were on the soccer team. I was not that I was a
1: hundred percent not on the soccer team. Jesus Christ. Those dudes I, those dudes were cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can
2: I just say this is besides the point, but it's still about Love Simon. Okay. Um, but it's just something I found really annoying in the film. It's the sound mixing. Is this just me? Like I feel like the this is just like a thing that annoyed me. Like the music is never like in the environment or it never sounds real. Like Every party they do is like super like it's I don't know. Do you guys agree with that?
0: I think that's an interesting take. I I guess I didn't think about it in this context. What I think, teen movie, I like. There's a scene in the Breakfast Club where the guy shatters glass, rocking out to some guitar, right? I just, mm, I guess yeah. I don't it, like it. Wouldn't have crossed my mind, but now that you oh, mention yeah. it, it's like an egregious, frustrating problem, and you've ruined the, so film for this, the rest of my I'm life. the movie. The music—it's
2: so annoying.
1: So the soundtrack for this movie was done by Jack Antonoff from Bleachers, and a lot of their music is in this movie, and they're like one of my favorite bands, like ever. So I was just the whole time mm. in this movie, I was just like, this move this, this soundtrack, Fortnite. Like,
2: I love all this music. The soundtrack is amazing. I love the music, but like whenever like there's a party they all talk like this like completely normal voices maybe erase a teeny bit and this is like a thing that bugs me with so many movies is like when a party scene is on it's never the music never sounds like it's actually there like it sounds like they just like lay the track on top of it after and people because just they 100%
1: normally. did just lay the track on top yeah. of it afterward
2: i don't know but that really bugged me and also like the Continuity is like so bad, like, there's so many like continuity errors. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> that's just like random. I thought of because I wrote it down and I was like, as I was watching it, because I've watched it a couple of times now, that's what I noticed. I'm proud of you for noticing. We need more thoughts like that on this show, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, it just really bugs me whenever there's supposed to be music, um, like in the mizzle and like in, in it, and it's just not, it
1: just sounds what. Like, what I always hate about, especially about these teen movies, because this is the thing that happens, you made me think of this because of the music, this is the thing that happens a lot, yeah. is like, when you get a new original song composed, not composed, but like written for the movie, Yeah, and it plays like over the end credits, every time, oh, drives me every crazy. time yeah. I'm like, put it! In the Fortnite movie, <laughs> like this, yeah, this I mean, movie I mean, had that the... not not so typical love song song at the end. The Fault in Our Stars yeah, had that song so... by Ed Sheeran. Like it, the, the, Taylor Swift did a Fortnite. not for one of the Hunger Games movies. Like
2: it feels like it's just for promo
1: right. It's then. just for pro- and that drives me nuts. It's like put it in the mm-hmm. especially in a movie like this where you have like a lot of of actual like pop mm-hmm. music playing in the movie. It's like put it on, the, put it in the movie. Like have Simon get well, in the Subaru um... and it's playing. The, you know, Alfie's song or whatever the hell it's called.
2: I'm, like, a sucker for Troye Sivan. So, like, I was very happy that his song got in there. Because it's uh, written for the movie as well as Strawberries and Cigarettes. Yeah. But it's also just, like, literally, like, it's silent. It, it starts up with him singing. And then it just goes to, like, a instrumental of it. And it's, like, so silent. You can barely hear it. But I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. But it's like,
3: yeah. I'll, I'll,
0: yeah, like I'll say this. Song. When I think Love, Simon, I think both strawberries and cigarettes prominently featured in this film i don't think i saw a single character light up i'll be honest No,
1: these were very very good kids (laughs) yeah like they went to a party and got drunk once presumably ever in high school
0: i was a little mad because the parents were like well he's home before curfew and he didn't drive home and i was like is that all it would have taken for me to drink in high school probably
1: yeah (laughs) honestly probably
0: 'Cause I didn't drink in high school.
1: But it also just like that wasn't an important part of the movie. Like that would have just been an unnecessary yeah. scene of like parents are mad. True. Right. Because he's gotta go have I his think, I think... gotta go have his love moment with Leah where she's like, I love you, Simon, and he's like I'm I gay. love you too, the band. <laughs> <laughs>
0: When iTunes did that thing, that was a win for me. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Um, so that would have that just been a weird, like, you know, parents are angry seated yeah. Not necessary. Did you
2: guys think you got emails when you were watching the movie? No. Oh. I, well, I was watching it on my computer with my email open and I have that sound on. So I thought every time he got an email, I was like, what? Who,
0: who's emailing me? I am always, yeah. <laughs> whenever <laughs> I, I watch so these annoying. modern teen
1: movies that have like, you know, like iPhone overlays and shirt on the screen, that always yeah. fascinates me. I'm like, oh, the sounds are perfect. It's like you can just Fortnite screen cap an iPhone and it'll do it. Like, it takes. Yeah. I can put that in my yeah. vlog. It takes thirty seconds. Like,
0: How did they get the sound? And so just like every time, I, I'm yeah. like,
1: this is just a great piece of like film engineering. And I'm like, it's not that hard. It's like that whole scene in The Fault in our Stars like, when I mean. Hazel and Augustus are texting each other, and it do, it does like the the little three dots mm. and the whoosh.
2: Yeah. But I do that with the uh, when I add those sounds to my YouTube videos. Like when I like search the sounds, I'm like, wait, these are like actually accurate. And then I realize you can actually go into a folder and find them. Like there is not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, they're all like, they're there. already there. <laughs> they're all there. Yeah. Like
2: someone didn't like re record them. It's just like taken
0: yeah, from them. Yeah, computer
1: that code isn't like, that hard.
0: No. Uh I do think I'm ready to I'm ready to be uh done with screen overlay texting.
1: I'm not. I still I still oh. think it's it's fun and and kind of kind of kitschy. There
0: there is no way around it, right? Like that's how you're going to have to show what texting is, unless you're like over the person's yeah. shoulder. But like,
2: and then always I, in those scenes though, the, it's, like the text is like largely like like enhanced, like super large, so that people can actually see what they're writing if it's like right. a shot. What so I feel like it's,
1: what I hate is when they don't it, get the rights to like an actual phone company. Oh, and it's like because yeah. they do this a like, lot it, in. uh... I was just rewatching House of Cards recently. They do this a lot in House of Cards, where it's like. Like they got like, you know, blueberries or whatever. Uh, and it's it's like yeah. it's like a, a, a phone noise that you don't recognize and it's just like I get what this is going for, but like it doesn't it doesn't ping anything in my brain.
2: No. It's also just like most of the interfaces are. I'm just waiting for
1: I'm just waiting for one day one of these Fortnite teen movies has a group chat that's in green because one of the kids has an Android. That is when I will feel comfortable with (laughs) That's when I feel comfortable with texting on screen is when they get that right. Because there's always that one person that has the Fortnite Android.
0: Yeah. Ethan, are you in our bourbon club chat? It's like twenty people
1: and it's blue. It is blue, yeah. I know. But like but, like, wouldn't that be, if if you saw that in a teen movie, and it's like, you know, he goes to text somebody, and then goes to text somebody else, and it's green, you'd be like, mm-hmm. that's a good. Or it's just, like, not Yeah, you're, you're, is, uh, your message. brain would ping that as being right. like, that's a good detail, holy shit. Sure. That is a good deal. Like this is a
0: person who has a vastly different lifestyle because they believe they believe customizing their phone is worth their time rather than trusting a professional to do it for them.
1: And you know you know, ninety nine percent of the people I know that have Androids, I'm just like, Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever you say, bud and then Faceon is like, I've got an Android for these reasons, so I'm just like Tell me more. I deserve an Android. <laughs> sell me, Vaishon sell me on the Google person. Pixel, please.
0: Yeah. Vaishawn, our graphic designer. By the way, quick shout out, Vaishaan. If you, Vagard, or you listener need graphics, Vaishaon is affordable, available, and extremely, extremely good. Damn. <laughs> and you need to reach out to him at graphite.vmb
2: at gmail.com, I think. Actually, I actually need the new header, so maybe I'll reach out. You should out.
0: definitely <laughs> reach
1: out to him. He's he's
0: <laughs> he can he can match old graphic designers so if you've yeah. worked with somebody in the past he can like you know do designs inspired that just, way or he can do something fresh we just got entirely. back
1: some proofs on some very exciting work he's doing for us
2: yeah that's every youtuber ever I got some really exciting guys I'm not going to tell you what it is yet but like I, I have something really we exciting. do have something really <laughs> exciting
1: and we're not going to tell you what it is yet
2: <laughs>
1: mostly because yes. we don't have all the
0: details right. we, we, we are we are gathering <laughs> resources Right. Yeah, and currently
1: now. <laughs> everything's in the I mean it's all going to happen but it's currently in the like you know we, we, this is sort yeah. of still a thing and thing
2: I know that feeling is. I think like, I think
1: once we have a date yeah once I'll, we have a I'll once I'll we have a date do. we will and and being graphic. On the
2: graphic <laughs> being on the other side of like actually whether you're a youtuber and then have something very exciting and you actually can't share it it's like so annoying because you want to be that person who's like I have something to share but I can't say what It's like, you want to do that because it's exciting, but then also you don't want to be... I have have like several (laughs) different things
1: I'm keeping secret from our audience right now. Uh, And that's like a lot.
2: You guys are getting all the teasers in this
0: episode. I have no secrets. I'm having a baby, and it's going to be awesome. And that's all I've got. I mean, got. you, have, that's a, all you I have, have at least one for. of the secrets <laughs> that I have. I Yeah, I share one of your secrets. But other than that, I'm having a baby. There will be pictures. I'll probably take a few weeks off of the show. That's all i got for you
2: right now. And I'll replace them. I know. Oh, that's not in the works. You should definitely
0: that, come that that replace Tyler. Works, you are our most but...
1: requested guest at the moment. You
0: are, yeah, by far. I, couldn't, I can't think of anybody else, Europe or otherwise, more requested. Yay. <laughs> Actually, to be that honest be with you, I, if I was to, like, rank our most requested guests, and this is going to make Seamus feel bad because people do request Seamus to come back a lot. Uh, Seamus, you are loved. You but but loved I would say best it, best it best. literally goes, like, Vegard, Sophie, So
1: she- But, like, here's the oh thing, though. Seamus Gorman has been on the show five times.
0: He's also not yeah. requested as a guest. It's more like, when will Seamus right. be back? yes. <laughs> yeah. <the host>? yeah.
1: <laughs> and and Seamus will be on the show in two weeks. Two weeks w- without yeah, me
0: for Toy Story. Fun. It'll be It'll me feels and shame. So empty without me. It'll be bacon and bacon and
1: shames,
2: bacon and uh, shepherd's pie. Shouldn't it be bacon and beans because it's like British? Is that what they eat? They yeah, have no beans. F- clue. They put beans like on everything beans. in England. Hello. That is
1: accurate. Baked beans go on everything, bacon and
2: chips, <laughs> bacon and crisps yes wait which one is which one's um...
0: chips is fries yeah
2: oh my god this I still am confused by that
0: I
1: was gonna say you had you your what most of dialect
0: did
2: you learn what yep when you learned English what like slang did you learn uh or what uh, what is your native language Norwegian and then we learned American English but then after a while you start learning more British English and then you're a mess and then I moved to England and now I'm even more of a mess
1: so, so. You, you learned English like in school okay yeah you say so American so english like,
0: what? when you say american english what do you mean like the class you took with um, numbers what's that called wait
2: what the class Maths. with math yeah
0: like singular there... one
1: one math Maths, math i
2: think but that's because i now am yeah I was I like say. british okay so now it's a mess because now i can't but i think but it's weird because we speak in uh american english a sounding way, but we learned to write color with U-O, or O-U, so Wild. we are really messed That U
1: is up. so unnecessary. <laughs> it is but, so it's, unnecessary. It,
2: but it's also, I think it's just we learn English for convenience and because it's useful, so we don't really care if it's like a British written or and spoken as kind of American. It's more just because it's very useful.
1: Whenever I see one of the British <laughs> words that has the extra U in it, I'm just like color. <laughs> Clower. <laughs> Favorite.
2: No, I like it. I think, I think it looks looks satisfying when it's like an OU. Oh no, we got rid of the U. We got rid of you, England. Ha ha! <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> For those who, because this is the official one, Tyler actually dabbed, so you can unsubscribe now.
1: Yeah. Yikes!
2: I did dab on him. Because <laughs> I got the horses in the back. <laughs> okay, so, as some things going on, I think the connection
1: is... Like, <laughs> think I just
2: have to hang up. Um... <laughs> uh. There's
0: a video on our YouTube channel of Ethan singing that song and playing guitar it. There actually it. So is, let's yeah. Just, let's be nice. <laughs> it was like between its current blow-up and its original TikTok blow-up. It was right right at the Oreo center, oh. the creamy it was, center. Yeah, it was
1: right when Billy Ray Cyrus got involved. Yeah. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. Some bangs.
0: Yeah, it's really not bad. That's that's sort of the problem. That's
1: sort of the is problem. It. Is the first, yeah. first first like fourteen times I heard it, I was like, This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because I'm sitting there like trying to learn the words and I'm like, This is the this is mm-hmm. a, a conglomeration of words that sort of works. And now it comes on I'm just like, Yeah, old town road time. Let's get turned <laughs> Oh
3: my god. <laughs> Let's
0: get lit on my drive to work. I'm kidding, don't drink and drive. Don't I'm gonna work oh. drunk either <laughs> all of the above is bad just enjoy Old Town Road back to love
1: Simon though yeah if I was a, a t- 17 year old kid named Simon and people called me Sai, I would not be okay with that
0: oh the first time I noticed Catherine Langford doing that I was like I'm taking the movie yeah. out this movie's bad yeah. this is not good she's
1: like Sai. Like, I think that was a cute nickname that's that's like an old man
2: nickname oh I yeah I guess I don't have the like I don't know the context really like what it would be like in america for that so we (laughs) had we had
1: this show um, called duck dynasty uh that was on in america and it was just about the world's most redneck people in the whole world
0: and there was this that for a long time were extremely friendly human beings yeah and then turned out to be just awful
1: yeah and there's this old guy on the show who just says nothing but nonsense and his name is cy i think it's short for cyrus but his name His name is Cy, and it's mm-hmm. just, that's all I can associate it with, is like grumpy old man also, with a three-foot-long really beard. Short.
2: <laughs> it's like, also do you need to shorten Simon? Like, it's not, like, it doesn't take that much to say Simon, like... Exactly, exactly. Okay, Ty. <laughs> I went back to
0: Tyler as a grown man, okay? Okay. And you know what? I have a daughter coming, and her name's Olivia, and people keep being like, oh my gosh, Liv. And I'm like, no, I would have named her Liv. If I wanted to call lives Liv. out a
1: name. Also, people are going to be. call your child things that aren't Olivia. You're going to have to deal with that. Oh, you you gave her a name that has lots of nicknames, I, like Ollie.
0: Ollie's a great <laughs> name.
1: I'll take Ollie. <laughs> We're not heteronormative in this household. <laughs> so Vegard, tell us something. I don't know what. I was told. Something. So I was told that the best way to to be an ally during pride month is to give whatever platform i have to somebody in the lgbt community to say what they need to say even if they already have their own platform so how would you like to use our platform
2: i would just say oh (laughs) i should have um just be oh this is what i said I said this actually in a video recently i think it's very important to be open uh to be educated like because I don't feel like I'm very, like, in many areas, even in the LGBT community, I'm not educated. And I feel like for even for LGBT people to be open, to be educated, and to think about the history uh, of LGBT and um, acknowledge, obviously, the privilege of living in 2019 for a lot of people, obviously, not for everyone. Um, and then take your time, and actually, now that it is Pride Month, research and, um, look into uh, some of the history and what people have gone through and what people still go through because I think that's very important because a lot of people take Pride for granted as a celebration and it has been more than that and it still is. Uh, that's all very well said,
1: very well said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I, I appreciate what you're doing for the community by wearing crop tops. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, I'm
2: doing all the... Uh, Like, I'm just saying, there's so much uh, strength to denarking. (laughs) So (laughs) much strength to to being yourself. uh, Well, no, I'm I'm joking. Like, for me, it's just... um, I don't think I'm... um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But... I just enjoyed crop tops and that's why I wear them. I'm not, I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, it, for, for me, it doesn't have, it doesn't have shirt to do with you being a member of the LGBT community. But when I no. see, when I see you wearing I mean, a crop top, I'm like, man, that guy's got some confidence.
3: <laughs> I am proud of that. that. A,
0: <laughs> I I am proud of that. That is a person I'm doing something I could for. not do. That That is sort <laughs> of the conversation that I feel like, I feel like always happens where it's very easy to think, you know, if my son or if my friend or if I or whoever likes wearing dresses, then wear dresses you know do whatever you want and it's very easy to have that ideal but when you see it in practice i think Mm -hmm. it is not bad by any means but it is a shift from the way that you think about if that makes sense like
2: it's i think so yeah like i guess it takes more than just like someone saying that it's okay because i don't know
0: yeah to me it's like oh it'd be okay if my my friend wore crop tops but then i see your instagram and i'm like no it's not okay it's Fortnite. excellent this is (laughs) everything it is beyond okay
1: (laughs) Right. This is so cool. Uh, again, it's like yeah. I have a lot of friends who exist in the sort of non-normal music scene. So like a lot of my friends wear crop tops. A lot. Even people mm-hmm. that shouldn't wear crop tops.
0: <laughs> uh, Ethan? What? What? are you trying to tell us about your crop top
3: collection? No,
1: no, no, no. I and mean, that's my thing is like when I see when I see Vegard wearing a crop top. It has nothing to do with me being a straight man and him not. It has to do with me being yeah. an overweight man and him not. And I'm like, <laughs> I could wear a crop top people would be like people people would say things they would be like oh man i'm so proud of you for you know body positivity and whatever but it's like nobody needs to see that Mm-mm, no no nobody wants to or needs to see me wear a crop top and that's just that's that's just what i'm doing for the world here it's like i could i could make a statement but like it's it i don't need to no we're good when we when we get to the
0: point of body positivity for overweight white men that's how you know
1: like, that's how we that we know, know movement... we fixed every other problem
0: right like that's that's the point where it's like like nobody else is is uh, disparaging guys. This is that's my chance. This cool, is I like cool. I can
1: finally wear my crop tops.
0: <laughs> but but until then, uh, Ethan, I hope that you just wear a full length t-shirt. Yeah, full
1: length t-shirt. Yep, yeah, definitely. That's that's what I'm gonna stick with. <laughs> what I really want is like a t-shirt, and and I I can speak for a lot of guys here. I think overweight or not, what I want is a t-shirt that remains where it is when I raise my arms.
2: Oh my god. Oh yeah.
0: I would say because, as soon as we figure out the pockets for ladies yeah, thing, that's the I like
1: next if movie. I stretch upward, I'm wearing a crop top. That's just all yeah. there is to it.
0: I am like a serial <laughs> yawner and yeah. I go to work and I wear a size uh, Vagar, do I look like a large man to you? No. I wear a size large shirt and if I like stretch at work, boom belly button. Oh, navel you know what? Also, th-
2: that's a problem with me with cropped ups. If I do this, suddenly I'm showing off my nipples, so right. you know, shirts should stay yeah, in the Yeah, it's place. just we gotta figure <laughs> that <laughs> one out. I don't I don't even
1: know what the answer is. And like, it happens if I'm wearing like a dress shirt too and I have it tucked in and I'll go to like stretch or yawn or whatever and I gotta like retuck my shirt. Yeah.
3: Like,
0: Ugh. They do make like garter belts for men that you can like suspend your shirt to the, your, to the fat part of your calf <laughs> or your of your uh, thigh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then it's a treat when you when you like undress for everybody. It's like oh, here's, there's a here's lot my going thing is on. Is they made there. their
1: shirts. They started making their shirts. Uh, it was that company called Untuck It, and it was like this is the dumbest oh, yeah, idea it was I've, like I've ever known. No, let me let me talk. No, no, talk. I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay,
2: fine. I've heard a lot of podcast
1: sponsors. They're button-up shirts made to not be tucked into your pants because the because I've totally put on a button-up shirt and been like. Which is shorter. Ever. Right. Ever. The dumbest freaking
0: idea I've ever heard. You know what button-up shirts are not made to tuck into your pants? Most casual men's shirts. Most. Most. I would say mm-hmm. unless it's like specifically a dress shirt, unless it's sized with a number, it is not meant mm-hmm. to be tucked in. You can, yeah, you can, you
2: can tuck it in. You're not going to die. Yeah, but yeah, but and uh, like I feel like that's weird also because those shirts that are not meant to be tucked in are also cut differently. They're so straight and they also don't like have that much room to tuck in. So I don't know what their branding is. Their branding
1: is I don't know, Their they, branding they is like, for the casual man who never tucks his shirt in.
2: Yeah, let me tell you, right. if I'm at
0: work. And it is, so I've been in casual for, I haven't worked there all year, but we've been in casual dress the whole year because we keep hitting our sales goal. Go team. But when we go back to dress shirts, when we eventually miss a sales goal, if I walked in with a shirt not meant to be tucked in, I would be asked to go home and change. Really? Yeah. <laughs> if I like, if I didn't tuck my shirt in, if I just came into work untucked with a shirt that just cut right there at my belt, they would you know be like, what? Tyler, you look like yeah, an my, idiot. My Please last go job, home I had
1: to change. wear a, a, a tucked in shirt four days a week. Oh,
2: I'm glad I can literally work from my bed like in my pajamas at
1: 20 i could
2: too but (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well no i couldn't i I wear but uh since we've talked about lgbt and all that um tucked and untucked for me like is like so weird because it's like the drag thing you know in the lgbt community no i don't know
0: did we just have a very wild conversation using terms i'm not aware of
2: yes well if you were thinking about it that way because tucking
1: is like I've, I've watched enough drag race oh.
2: in between your legs with tape oh I've never heard now of that if before. my
1: job <laughs> had any sort of comment on that whatsoever I would be a rich man right now because I would have sued the living <laughs> Fortnite out of them
0: anyway we do need to wrap up let's put love Simon on our big board okay
1: where does it go yeah
0: Uh, I need to pull up the drawing. you know, so you know Tyler
1: I'm gonna tell you something
0: yeah it's better than Bumblebee yeah Agreed. Okay. It means more.
1: Yeah. It's important.
0: Bumblebee, not important. I mean, it's important because, like, Haley Steinfeld, right? But is it? And the same dude that was in this? Yeah, it was not, like, about
1: anything. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, correct. Let's see. My Drive movie rankings. I know we talked about it last week. There's high demand for breakfast food. So um, it's up to you guys to get me to not say sausage for this film.
1: This is just everything you can get at Waffle House. It is. This is our chance. We House. didn't even talk about Waffle House. This is our chance to talk about Fortnite. <laughs> Waffle House in the podcast, and we missed it.
0: I know. And we don't, we legitimately don't have time. Is it better than yeah. Miracle?
1: Uh, Yes,
0: the Princess Bride. Yes, Toy Story.
1: That's a toughie. It's toughie.
2: Mm, which one? The first one?
0: First one. Yeah. yeah. Rocket Man. Yeah. Didn't watch yeah. it. Yeah. Batman Begins.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is. Oh man, this list is getting out of control again. This list is <laughs> right. getting out of control again.
2: <laughs> I feel like uh, there is, should. Like, I feel like it has maybe more of an important message than it being a very, like, good film if you take away all the lessons and um, all that. Oh,
1: it, it Love, Simon definitely has a more important message than, than Batman Begins.
2: Yeah, not yeah. that. I mean, like, it's not, like, as good of a film as it has a good message.
1: What do you think, Tyler? Yes. You think yes? I think it, I think
0: it comes mm-hmm. down to, like, the list is supposed to be subjective rankings from our well, perspective. So what's, and for me, on. as much as much as I love this film... I would rather sit down and watch Batman Begins.
1: I would rather sit down and watch this, but I would not rather sit down and watch. I would not. I would pick this over Batman Begins, but not over The Dark Knight. Or.
0: or We've got a ways to go before The Dark Knight.
1: (laughs) What's Uh, above Batman Begins? Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, no, no. I'd rather watch Ocean's Eleven. I know. I could watch Ocean's Eleven anytime. I'm going to put this. I would put this above (laughs) Batman Begins. All right.
0: Yeah. And I do want to note, Ethan uh end is not on our big board right now was that better than the dark knight
1: i don't remember probably i, I don't know i think it yeah. was
0: so that puts that at the top of our list and then dark knight and then jurassic park and then captain marvel and then us toy Story 3 how to train Your dragon 3 interstellar toy Story 2 dark knight rises get out oceans 11 love
1: simon okay um well let's just wrap it up then any final thoughts thank right. you for coming on the show again by the way
2: Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. I feel like I kinda get more of the podcast um vibe now. I feel like I'm more um I don't know. I was a little bit nervous last time, but this was. it was just so yeah, much like fun. It's like talking to an old friends. So and it's so a movie flattering. I really love, so
1: But yeah, you are welcome anytime you wanna come. If you if there's a movie yeah. that's coming out that you wanna talk about, just hit us up. <sighs>
2: Amazing. It was so much fun.
1: <laughs> Granted, if if, if you're me. in Norway, it might come out like a yeah. long time after, so we might have already covered it, but
2: right i'm coming back to england now in like next week actually oh so. okay gotcha yeah
1: <laughs> fair enough tyler any final thoughts yeah. i really
2: genuinely love
1: this movie too.
2: and if you Fame. are
0: gay or bi or feel like there's something you can't talk to your parents about i pray to god your parents are as cool as jeff duhamel and jennifer garner josh. In this film. <laughs> josh dumal <laughs> whatever that's what i said <laughs> that's that's literally what I thought but I, I said I was thinking Jennifer Garner and then I said Jeff and I was like well I guess the I'm only going reason I here. know how to
1: pronounce that dude's name is because Aziz Ansari said it one time in a stand-up special and I was like that's how that's pronounced that's how you do it uncle um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway um, you can find, where, Vegard, Vagard, 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 where yes. can we find you?
3: Um,
2: on social media, uh, it's Vagard, and on YouTube, as uh, just Vagard, so V-E-G-A-R-D. Um, yes, that's my real name, as a lot of people uh, question it recently.
0: <laughs> we have actually questioned that on this show. I yes, had no idea. True. I thought it was a made-up word. I thought it was like a spell <laughs> in Harry Potter I wasn't aware about. Like, <laughs> Vegardium
1: Vagardium <laughs> Leviosa.
2: oh my why has no one said that before (laughs) merch that would have been a better name than wise
1: hufflepuff i'm just gonna be real straight with you buddy oh
2: well uh, we don't talk about that anymore (laughs) that's left behind
1: um (laughs) Um, fair enough well you can find me on twitter at wow now but the those are zeros you can find me on instagram at i almost said americ carlin nope that's not me you can find me on instagram at bacon either you can find (laughs) tyler on Instagram and Twitter, at AmeriCarlin. You can find the show at Bacon and Eggs Pod. Uh This episode's been brought to you, yeah. as always, by Carlin Brothers Coffee. Always a one. Um, They're amazing. Words, other words, other words, other words. I say things. Uh, our logos and the graphics are by Graphite, at, also known as Vaishon. You can find them on Instagram at Graphite.VMB. Our music is by the lovely Andrew Scott Bell at AndrewScottBellMusic.com or Andrew Scott Bell on Twitter and Instagram. I think that's all we talk about, and Tyler has to go to work, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that's <laughs> good oh join us on patreon you can yeah. join this card it's only three dollars a month and it's super 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 awesome go to patreon.com bacon and eggs and you can get access to all the cool stuff we have over there anyway uh i've been ethan edgehill he's been tyler carlin him over there in norway it's been vegard yeah thank you for potting with us and until next week arrivederci
0: red rover red rover send kelsey ellison over